Alright, thank you for tuning in. Um, This is an episode where I'm going to break format because I normally interview people, but there's just some things I got to get off my chest. So I'm, I'm taking this one. So we all can see that the United States is on fire right now. All right. And those of you who don't know, I'm from New York. Okay, where you can see a lot of bullshits going down right now. Police out there whooping people's asses. All right. So I'm from New York. I got a lot of family and friends out there, you know, but I'm not there right now. I'm, I'm currently living in Spain at the time of recording this. And one thing that's really bothering me is that on my timeline, all over social media and different media outlets, I keep seeing people still. After everything that's happened, they want to talk about all lives matter, all lives matter. And my response to that is, it it just makes me so mad. It makes my blood boil. Because how can you still say that after everything that happened? I saw a post that perfectly summed up the movement. There was a woman holding a sign that said, and I quote, we said black lives matter. We never said only black lives matter. We know that all lives matter, but black lives are in danger. And that perfectly sums it up. I feel like at this point, if you can still fix your mouth to keep saying all lives matter, all lives matter, you're being willfully ignorant. And that's the end of it, point blank period. You're being willfully ignorant because we're not saying no one else matters. The fact of the matter is, we haven't mattered since 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 they brought us to the to the damn country. We we haven't mattered. You know, we've been at the bottom of the damn at the but the bottom of the damn pyramid since they got us here, and we all know shit runs downhill. And we've been the ones responsible for picking it up and cleaning it up. And every time we try to climb up that damn hill, they they kick us back down. They say, "No, get back in your place. This ain't your role." Get back down there and do your job. Know your role and shut your mouth. And what the world is witnessing right now is the response from a group of people who have had enough. Like, people are done with this shit. They're done with it. And while I don't condone violence and looting, can you blame them? Like, the biggest coward is going to eventually strike back. You keep whooping their ass, eventually they're going to say, well, damn, I've been scared this whole time. This person, they've been whooping my ass every day they see me, they they busting my ass. Ugh, maybe, damn, I guess I got no choice but to fight back at this point. Okay? So, uh, uh, even the biggest coward eventually is going to adopt that approach. But the thing about black people is we're not cowards. So... If you know that even the biggest coward is eventually going to adopt that approach, what the hell you think going to happen if for over 400 years you steadily oppressing somebody, beating their ass down, killing them, making it a public spectacle where you dragging them out of their houses and castrating them and hanging them for and taking pictures of them like you're going to Disneyland. Like it's a family outing. Uh, eventually, they're going to get to the point where it's like, yo, fuck that. We had enough. We're going to rob for hours. And that's what you're seeing right now. I wish that it wasn't so violent. I wish that people weren't getting hurt. 
I wish that it was as simple as somebody being able to just walk down the street and say, hey, guys, we don't like the way this is going, man. Uh, you're doing us kind of dirty. You know, could you fix this? Get rid of those those people who are who are brutalizing us and killing us. Send them to jail. You know, fix this whole system. But that doesn't work. Matter of fact, when they do try to when they do try to go out there and talk, the the movement gets infiltrated. It gets infiltrated. There's there's countless videos of undercovers, undercover officers and and, and racist groups infiltrating the movement and, and initiating acts of violence for for different reasons. Some of the reasons are to give them in, to give these different racist groups uh, an excuse to burn down these little minority businesses, not just black owned businesses. They can be little uh, businesses owned by Italians, Indians, whoever. But these little mom and pop shops, they're suffering when they had nothing to do with this shit. That's the part that I think is wrong. But that's not our fault. That's not the fault of the people who. Who believe that there's been a great injustice done. Those people who are out there protesting, the real protesters, that's not their goal. They're not out there trying to just raise all kinds of hell. So don't use this, the violence that you've been seeing as an opportunity to continue or to remain willfully ignorant. Right? Because that's what a lot of people are doing. Oh man, this isn't no this is no longer about George Floyd. You're right. For those people who are who are fucking things up, no, nah, it's not about George Floyd for them. Those people are just out to get some free lunch. The people you see running up in and out of stores and busting things up. But that's not only black people. That's everybody who everyone who's out there is doing that. Alright? There's 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 people from every, representing every Every nationality, every race or whatever that's been taking part in that looting. Okay, so don't just act like it's just it's just one group. Secondly, don't ignore the message. Don't use that as an excuse to ignore the message. All right. The message is that they want to put an end to all of this injustice and the systemic racism. And if you're if you're trying to use this violence as a way to say, oh, yeah, well, you guys, you ruined it. Now, now no one's going to take you seriously. Bullshit. If that's your excuse, then you aren't going to take it seriously anyway. All right. You mean you over here talking about some damn symptoms instead of trying to cure the freaking disease. All that violence, that's a symptom right there. That's just a symptom of the underlying disease. Yeah, those symptoms are bad. But if you only treat the symptoms, the the damn disease isn't going anywhere. It's just going to keep coming back. All we've done throughout the history of this country is like, all right, let's just give them a little something. Let's treat these symptoms a little bit. They're they're feeling a little bad. Those minorities over there, they feel like we've been a little bit unjust to them. Let's let's placate them. Let's give them a little something. Let's throw them a little bone. And then after a little while, things go back to normal. And and then the the, the cycle starts all over again. Like it, It honestly resembles an abusive relationship. It really does resemble an abusive relationship. You bust our ass, you discriminate against us, you do all kinds of crazy shit to us. And then you give us a month, you give us February, you know, you, you say all these nice things about, about about black people and point out different heroes and leaders in February. And then the rest of the year, you know, you go back to treating us like shit. You know, then when something crazy happens and people get up in arms Everybody comes out, all these companies and corporations come out with their generic statements. You know, oh, we don't stand for this. We 
we don't believe in racism and, dis- and discrimination and blah, blah, blah. And then it goes right back to normal. <laughs> so the disease never gets cured. So right now the disease is running a freaking muck. That's what you're seeing. Instead of complaining about all these different symptoms, let's try to figure out some shit. How can we cure this damn thing once and for all? That's what we got to figure out. People need to realize that the media is being used to shape the narrative. I don't know what it is, but there's some deeper agenda that's that's at play here. Right? There's some reason that this is being portrayed this way. And they're using certain buzzwords like thug and criminal and animals savages they're using these different buzzwords to describe these things but just a few weeks ago when all these people were out there protesting marching on the the, the state capitol you know or whatever in michigan because they wanted haircuts and they wanted massages and they wanted to be able to go out and eat at their restaurants and 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 all these other little insignificant things they're marching on the capitol with 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 rifles with assault rifles Nobody said anything. Those motherfuckers, those are thugs. That you intimidated the, the freaking state politicians to the point where they were scared to go to work. They you were literally sending out death threats. They were scared to go to work. You shut down the whole thing. But nah, those are just they're they're frustrated, man. They've been in the house, they they're just a, they're a group of people who are frustrated. They want to get back to work. They, they're tired. They're irritated. And I understand why. That was the whole narrative surrounding that whole thing. Why, why is that? That's a question that you should be asking yourself. If you've got a problem with what you've been seeing from the George Floyd protests, but you don't have a problem with what you saw from those other protests that were protesting the quarantine, you should ask yourself, why, why do I have such a problem with this and, and not that? Those same protesters were over there in those cops' faces, coughing in their faces, yelling in their faces, screaming, berating them, brandishing assault rifles, essentially threatening those cops' lives. But blue lives matter, right? Or do they only matter when black people are trying to protest something? Is that the only time that everyone else's life matters? That's the only time I ever hear it. When when black people are out trying to protest something, some in the latest injustice, that's the only time you hear it. And if your first response at this point is yeah, but yeah, but the current protest, the George Floyd protest, they've got they're rioting, they're looting. There's something's wrong with you and your priorities. Because it's already been established. There's tons of video footage out there from these protesters showing that it's not them. The real protesters are not doing that. It's showing that the movement is slowly being hijacked. Right? The evidence is there. That there are groups of people trying to hijack the movement. There's people driving around in cars handing out bricks to people. The police are on tape. Uh... Pulling bricks out of the back of a pickup truck. Truck, I think it was up in Boston, and placing bricks out there on the street for people, basically for like here, enticing them, trying to feed on the people's anger. Right, that tells you the movement is 
is being hijacked. It's being sabotaged. So instead of focusing on all the the crazy things that the media is choosing to focus on, right? That the media is choosing to show us. How about let's start focusing on a solution, okay? What can we do so that something like this never happens again? All right? That's what we need to be doing. How can we prevent this craziness from happening again? Because from the outside looking in, because as, to- as I told you before, I'm in Spain right now. It looks like I'm watching The Purge on TV. This looks bananas. This is crazy. But don't use this violence and these things that are happening in the protests as an excuse to ignore the message. That's not fair. Don't do that. This is all happening because of years, decades of willful ignorance. All right. When you have Martin Luther King and all of his constituents marching peacefully, taking those ass whippings, getting thrown in jail, letting the dogs maul them, getting getting washed away by fire hoses, getting having nightsticks broken over their heads and their backs, and still coming back for more, but peacefully. It was no, 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 they're disruptive, he's, he's, you know, they're terrorists, all sorts of things. All right, so fast forward to more recent times. You got Colin Kaepernick taking the most peaceful form of protest possible. Just a knee. He wasn't even saying shit. People wanted him, black people wanted him to say more. They're like, dude, say something. He's just taking a knee, being quiet about it. You found a way to have a problem with that, too. It was, oh, well, it's not the time or the place. He's disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you've got a, a nice message, but, you know, the troops, what about the troops? And then the, the police, you're, 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 you're saying that their lives don't matter. So it's always been a problem. So what that tells me, if you're one of these people who have a problem with the current protests, and then you had a problem with Colin Kaepernick's protest, and you likely had a problem if you were alive back then, you likely had a problem with the way that MLK was protesting, then you just have a fundamental issue with black people speaking up. That's what that tells me. Because apparently there's no right, there's no right way to protest. But here's the thing about that. You can't tell a person who is being abused how they should absorb that abuse. It's like if I walk in on a couple and the husband is steadily digging into his wife, just beating her, beating her, punching her, all sorts of things. And rather than intervening and stopping it, putting an end to it, I sit there and tell her, no, 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 that's not how you take that punch. You got to clench your teeth and, and put your chin up like this so you don't get knocked out. You know, then you could, you, you know, you could, hey, you'd be able to handle it a lot better. It wouldn't be as bad, you know. It's about that stupid. Rather than fixing the damn, helping her fix the situation, you know, eliminating the situation altogether. I choose to give some dumbass advice. No, that's not how you do it. That's not how you do it. In what world does that make sense? None of this had to happen. None of this had to happen. If we had just addressed the problem, something that America refuses to do, if you had just addressed the problem at the beginning, none of this would be happening right now. And it's the reason why I love old sayings. Like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I love sayings like that. They're simple, but they're so true. And that definitely applies here. 
a little bit of prevention would have cured all of this before it ever happened. Something else that's been bothering me is that in this day and age, with all the recent events, there are still people who seemingly can't understand the pressure that comes along with being black, like just having this skin, whether you're African-American, you're from the island somewhere, wherever. Having this skin on this planet is, it comes with a lot of pressure, okay? And I know it because for, for the last four years that I've been traveling and living outside of the United States, I've pretty much been the only black person everywhere I go. So I've got that added pressure of representing the whole race, whether I want to or not. Most of you will never know what that's like. You'll never understand what it's like. And you won't have to battle through the preconceived notions that people have in their minds that were established through throughout history and that are currently being reinforced by mainstream media. You don't have to you don't have to battle through all of that. But I do. And other people like me do. Right. So if you can't understand it. Sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. Like, honestly. Most of y'all will never have to have the talk. And I'm making air quotes right now. The talk with your kids. I can remember when I first got my driver's license. I was in college when I first got it. I came back and got my driver's license one summer. And my father, both of them, both of my parents, my mother and my father, was scared to death. I remember my father had took me out. He would not let me drive until he took me out in his car and walked me through the routine that I had to go through if and when I got pulled over by the police. And I still follow that routine to this day. Lights already on by the time the police officer gets to the car. License and insurance, license, registration, insurance, all that sitting on the dashboard already. Both hands on the dashboard or the steering wheel in plain sight. Windows already down. So that way there's there's no reason for me to move. Most of y'all never have to give your kids that talk. I know that routine by heart. Right, that and that's that's crazy. You wanna know how crazy it is? When I first got here to Spain, my fiance and I we walked into a little a little re- a cafe around the corner from where we live now. And there were a bunch of a bunch of police officers walked in there. It must have been about ten of them. They walked in there. And my fiance looked at me and she said, Derek, what the hell is wrong? What's going on? And I was like, yo, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. That's how conditioned I've been to fear the police. Most of y'all don't have to live with that fear. And the police here in Spain are, are, are pretty much cool for the most part. They don't bother me. Some of them make jokes with me when, they, when if I'm passing by. If there's a reason for us to interact, they'll make jokes with me. We'll talk. You know, whatever. Like, they're actually, they're relatively cool. You know, all things being considered. But when I first got here, I was still conditioned with that American mentality. Like, yo, these police are going to, they, they're going to find a reason to F me up. You know, throw me in jail, take away my freedom. Y'all don't have to live with that fear. A lot of you people who are, who are protesting the protest. So if, if you can't walk a mile in those shoes, if you don't know what it's like, you don't have the right to tell people 
how they should feel and how they should act. Granted, I don't believe violence is usually not the answer. I'm not going to say violence is never the answer because sometimes people need their ass kicked. You know, I'm not going to say violence is never the answer. But in this case, destroying people's shit. No, I don't think that's the answer. I don't agree with that. I want to make that clear. All right. But I do want to make it clear that I agree that this protest should be taking place. All right. A protest is not supposed to be comfortable. That's the whole point. It's supposed to make everybody uncomfortable. It's supposed to make everyone so uncomfortable to the point that something has to give. That is literally the point. So that being said, the protest is, has been successful aside from all of the damage that's been done by these people who are hijacking the, the, the movement and the protest. Okay, you can't count those people because they're not take they're not part of the actual message. All right. Those are just people who are hell bent on violence, destruction and anarchy. Those people are doing their own thing. This is just a, a another moment where they got to sit there and and act out their their GTA fantasies. That's what that's what this is for them. But like I was saying, if you don't know what it's like to be scared of the police whenever you see them, to have that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach whenever a police car gets behind you when you're driving, to to try to not look suspicious, actively not look suspicious whenever you're walking down the street and you pass cops, then you're not qualified to talk on this, as far as I'm concerned. You're not qualified because you don't have to deal with all of that. That's what I got to deal with on a, on a regular basis. And that's what people like me, who look like me, have to deal with on a regular basis. All right, so those are the people whose opinions I really want to hear right now. That, that's who I want to hear speaking on this stuff. Whether I agree with them or disagree with them, that's who I want to hear. And if you're somebody who knows me personally, and you can still fix your mouth to talk about all lives matter at this point, then you better miss me. If if you ever get sick with some shit and you come telling me about it. Oh, man, Derek, yo, I, I got this. I got cancer, bro. I'm like, yeah. Damn, man, that sucks, bro. What about that diabetes, though? What about that COVID? Man, what about kidney failure? Yeah, man, all diseases matter, bro. Sucks. And then you can see how it feels to have somebody dismiss your concerns, your worries, your fears. And, and then you'll, you'll know what it's like. Yeah, well, that, that's it for me. Part of my rant. I just had to get some things off, some things that I was feeling. And I mean, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, you know, that's your choice. But uh, I'll catch you on the next episode if you're still here.